First of all, uh, before we begin, uh, Mazel Tov to Rabbi Klugman, who was Meisa Nefesh to come from, you just came from uh, Nafrof, I think, no? In Lakewood, Meisa Nefesh for the Shir. That's really why we started 15 minutes late. Uh, so, should be B'Shat Tov Metzlachas, Chasna this week in Mitzvah Shem. The sugya we began a few weeks back, trying to figure out exactly what the Mordechai felt was his chiyuv, of Mesiris Nefesh, of Le'ich, of Le'ishtachava. Why Klai Yisrael vehemently disagreed, how it's explained, and uh, how it's going to turn around, which we didn't get to yet. So, we're in the middle of it. So if you just walked in or didn't catch up yet, uh, try to go back to get the uh, full version. Right now, I want to go back to the second part, and that is that we already saw that Mordechai Baruch Katshay saw there was a Kitschrig on Klai Yisrael. And he knew that his not cooperating with Haman and getting on his nerves, so to speak, on purpose, he didn't look to avoid him. He looked to Dafka show that he wasn't bowing down, was necessary. According to Wamshat and Tesis, Haman wasn't Avodah himself, in which case, Tzihar Vayavr. I didn't want anybody to think you could still hide, but I didn't want anybody to think that everybody was bowing down. The other shot was he has an Avazar around his neck. And the third possibility was that he himself was not an Avazar, but that's only an Avazar Ma'ava Mi'ira. And there was a Maris Ayin, and as the Gadladar, he realized that he had to miss an Efish because it, the optics would still be, because nobody knows Islam this, that everybody bowed down. That was a quick summary of the last uh, few weeks. The kitrick that he understood was hanging, the Gemara says, Machlekes, because they ate the Sud of Achshverish, or because they bowed down to the Tzalem, or both. We seem to go, Zavazagarim, the Sudha didn't help, and the Sudha was also done per the first part of our share tonight, because they wanted to get in good with the government and be friendly and bad move, and it was toxic for their Ruchnius. The part that was, we'll call it the main part of the Kitrug, was actually many decades old, going back to Nebuchadnezzar. And the Gemara's Lashon is, they were Mishayv Kloya al Shishtachavu L'Tzelem. Rashi says, what was this Tzelem? Rashi says, L'Tzelem b'mei Nebuchadnezzar. So, this is from Rav Shem in the Gemara, and the Masha wants to know how does Rashi know we're talking about something that's happening in real time with Mordechai and Haman? And Masha assumes, uh, that Mordechai is the only one not bowing down, and everybody around Shushan was bowing down. That's why the Titan is on him. So, why does Rashi, the Gemara just says the Kitrug was, and the Xerah was on Klaisal because they were Mashtachavel Tzelem. Maybe that means Haman, or the thing around his neck. How did Rashi know that Bemenu Vchadnezzar would just made it more bewildering for them 
that we told you it was dangerous, you're putting us in danger, and now you tell us, no, it was triggered by something we did 70 years ago. It made it even more hard to imagine. What's pushing Rashi to say that? So, the Masha says that had it just been a Haman, we'd have the same kasha the Gemara had on the Sudas and Shalach Hashverish, and that is the Gemara, yes, right away. Then the people of Shushan should be Chayev Kloya, the Xavier should be on them, not on the rest of the Jews. So if you're talking about Sheheshtachavu, and nobody made a Kiddush Hashem, and not enough people made a Kiddush Hashem, you have to go back to a Zman and a circumstance where everybody was involved. As we said last week, Nebuchadnezzar made sure to pick one medjish, 23 representatives from each nation, and Hanani Mashaya Vazayah made a spectacle of themselves in a positive way that they're not bowing down. And apparently everybody else did. And that's a problem for all of Klaesol. You can't say just limit the Xayra and Shushan because they represented Klaesol. And if you're representing the Klaal, you, you have an Achrayas. And even if, which we're going to get into tonight, that statue was not an Avodazar per se, that might not help you, or it's not going to help you, because Mordechai, faced with the same thing, realizes that he has to make a point of it because that was the mistake in the first place. Because Dafka, when it comes to Avodazar, optics and Marazayim does make a difference. Because the whole Chiv, Yahavayav, Avodazar, as we explained, I think, at the beginning of the season, is a Marazayim Dikadin. Marazayim we usually think of as a Drabana. It's not a Drabana, this is a Yahavayav. I'm not accepting this of God. The Crusader knows I'm not accepting, he says, except Yashka. It does not, does not. It's obvious. I, doesn't make a difference. So it's a Marasayan Dikadin on a Dindarasa level. So Mordechai realized he has to make a tikkun, so even if Haman's not an Avodazara, it actually fits in very well. This question of whether or not this gigantic statue that Nebuchadnezzar set up was an Avodazara or not is widely discussed in Tesis, which I want to show you. It's repeated in a few different Tesis and Shas, and each one adds a line or two which will help us in our understanding. So We'll uh, take it uh, slowly and carefully as we, as we should. Of course, the lumbus here and the understanding of the backdrop is hard for people on the street to understand, which is why they had all these tainas. So let's go back to Zman Nebuchadnezzar before we actually get into the Taisis. One more important uh, background. It's a magician Shir Hashirim. And Mishpas Hazov brings it down in Esther, and it's a very fascinating component, a pretty crucial, as a matter of fact. They went to Yecheskel, Chaim Meshavazai went to Yecheskel, and asked them if they should be part of this whole matzav, should they not be there, should they be there? And we already know from the Gemara and Sanhedrin, you don't need the measures for that, that Gimel Hayyibayis Eitzah and Nebuchadnezzar didn't want Daniel there, he didn't want to have to kill him, and Hashem didn't want Daniel there. He wanted Chanan Meshav Isaiah, who would be a big of a schus for Kaisal. They were young and they were more vulnerable, and they would still do the job they felt they should do. This Medrash adds that they asked Yecheskel, who also wasn't there for similar reasons, and he was sent to go revive the bones because Dura. So Hashem sent everybody on a mission, so Chaimashav Azayah should be able to uh, take the eschus, so to speak. So they asked Yecheskel, what should we do? And Yecheskel said, I have a Messiah from my Rebbe Yeshaya that you should run. He quotes this Pasuk, which is referring to this Matzav, Lechami Bachadarecha, wait, Adyav Razam, like you don't have to be here. He's a 
crazy violent fellows just stay out of sight it's dangerous they didn't listen to Yechezkel now that doesn't sound good if you ask a Shaila from Yechezkel you gotta listen especially if you know that you don't know what to do when you're asking a Shaila well, apparently what happened over here is they asked the Shaila do we have to be there and Yechezkel said no you don't have to be there you can run their godless was and this fits into the first part of the shir extremely well in terms of another example of you have to figure out what you're capable of doing even though you can easily slough it off at somebody else and say it's not my business I asked Yechezkel he said I don't have to be here I don't have to be here it means I don't have to be here I'm out of here they could have done that and no one could say they're wrong they didn't do it they said we understand and we have the right to run if everybody runs, the Shmuel is going to go out that he had a big rally with 100,000 people from all the Umazalem, and they played the tune in front of the Avodah and they gave the signal, and everybody bowed down. They're not going to say in the small print, in the footnotes, by the way, the Jews who are from just escaped and they weren't there. They're just going to assume that everybody bowed down, including the Yidden. And they felt how how can that be that we're going to have such a chil Hashem that people can make that assumption so they volunteered if there was anybody who could say there are people better than me we're young nobody knows who we are Yechezko could do it if it's so important and Daniel could do it they didn't know this whole Gemara <laughs> Hashem arranged it and they stepped into a role which they could have easily potted themselves from it's probably of the three examples we had the most powerful and there's a schuss to be had. Klai Yisrael has to see that somebody's willing to be most nefesh. And that was Gavaldik. The problem is there was a Kitrug that more people didn't do that. And Mordechai knows about that Kitrug. And the Pell is, you would think, the reason they stayed is because they want to redeem the terrible optics that might happen if not. And they want, to, they want the world to know not everybody bowed down. But apparently it wasn't enough. And I guess the news managed to um, not focus that it was representing Klaistral. I'm sure the news got that. They were thrown into a pretty hot mukum and they emerged. So, I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if the news just maybe put that on page 56, a one-liner, something like uh, Jews go into sauna, <laughs> emerge unscathed or something like that, something ridiculous like that. But even if they focused on it, everybody was saying, well, where's, where's everybody else? So it's not a tiny Daniel, not a tiny Cheskel. But you have to say that, or else the Kitra going on that the Gemara Megillah says that Mordechai knew about shouldn't be happening. So what was this statue all about? Let's begin the first thesis. We saw the Gemara last week. The Gemara has the Umar Salam lining up. They want their schar, and Hashem said, you didn't do it, L'Shem Shamayim. And then Akash Bacha asked them to give edus that all the people you're involved in getting them, trying to get them to do Avarzar and Gil Arayas, and Gezel, none of it happened. And Yaakov, even though you ripped them off at every opportunity, he never resorted to Gezel. And Yosef with the Eishas Patifera, and each one of these villains going to give uh, this testimony. The last one was and Daniel as well, who was a Mavat of the Tzvila. Take a look at Taisis in the bracket um, 
third tesis in the end. Shlosh Tachu L'Tzelem. Amr Rabbein Atam. The Tzelem Nebuchadnezzar Lav Avel Tzchav Mahaya. Not all we trying to agree with this. Rabbein Atam is going to be brought down, as I said, a few different tesis in, as saying that the entire setup over here and the whole rally of the Umas was for his covet. He built this tremendous picture, a five-story statue in his likeness, and it was all an ego trip, which the bad old emperors of yesteryear used to do all the time, and in this century as well. And there was an Avadazar, Andarti Asui Lekavad HaMelech. It was a statue made for the covet of Nebuchadnezzar. No, why is Rabbi Natan saying that? Bahachi Nicha Denakat Gabi Avram. In this Gemara, it says, By Avram, Shala Avad, Avadazkachavim. He'd do Avadazar. By Nimrod, he wanted him to bow down to an idol because he wanted to fall in line. That was a real Avadazar. And Avram Paskin is Yahweh Avram. Why did switch Avarazar to Tzalem? And says Avarazar is something that they worshipped. The Tzalem could mean Avarazar, could mean a statue that was made for the cover of the king. If you remember, Gemara Subas. Gemara makes a comment. Gemara is comparing Malchus to Misa, and the Gemara says Malchus really hurts, and if it's ongoing torture, even Hananiah Meshav Azariah, who was so great, they went to make an Efesh and get themselves killed. Had it been Malchus, not Stam Malchus, but torture, they would have bowed down. So Abel Tom says, what are we, trying to insult Hananiah Meshav Azariah? Mechatesi, they were, they were the most courageous people around. They wanted to get killed. How do you know they weren't willing to be tortured? So Abel Tom says, the Gemara only said that because there was no chiv to get killed in the first place. So they wanted to get killed, but not if it would be prolonged torture. It's important because Leilein Rachman Lutzlan, the Zashayim Nakamara, if the Maskana is that Malchus ongoing torture is worse than Misa, and there's no chiv, even when there's a chiv, there's no chiv to get tortured. Which often wasn't a gea because they would, like in the Inquisition, they would torture and then kill them. But if a person knew that torture was coming of Adaz and it wasn't going Misa, would that be included? Depends how you learn this Gemara. So, by Ben Atam saying that the Gemara only says it about Chaim Meshav because they had choices. The whole thing was a Chumrah. Which means that if it's real Avodah Zarah, there's a Chiv Yehav and that includes being tortured. That's enough Gemara in the Gemara over there. They were made of very, very strong convictions and they would not bow down even with all the torture in the world. How do we know that? Because we know how great Rachanina ben Trajan was. We know how great Rabbi Kiva was. We have the Asar Ruga Malchus. And most of them were tortured. As great as they were, we're talking about Chalam who were earlier. And we know that they're willing to teach Torah Barabim, even though if they're caught, they know they're going to be tortured. So he said, uh, to say, Chalam Meshavazai, we're not willing to put themselves in that matzav? How can it be? Unless it's not real of Azar. Karachanina ben Trajan, they tortured him by burning him at the stake, but putting sponges, he shouldn't die quickly. Rabbi Kiva, Shasaka, Basar, Masreik, Espias, they use the hot iron combs. Hainu, Ahad, Depar, Perak, Makam, Shonagu, Maro, Chanam, Meshav, Azai, Shamasa, Asan, Sarkiv, Shana'esh. And that's why the Gemara Pesachim says, why do Chanam Meshav Azayah think they should get killed for this? What's the Shaila? It's Avar Azar. The answer is, it wasn't Avar Azar. So remember the Gemara makes the whole Kavachimer from Tzvaydim? 
The Tzvaidim jumped in, they by the markets, they went in, and some of them, they went into the oven when it was on. So they said, Tzvaidim could do that. So Kosher came, we as Yidin, try to what the Kavachim is and what the Tzvaidim did, but they, some of them, it's another example, by the way, if you were in the uh, Tzvaidim community, Tzvaidim, not Tzvaidim, uh, if you were among the five million, you would probably be be logical in trying to assume that there are different groups you're going to go into the fridge or just the living room it's just fine why did those go into the so they have no Bechira they don't Bechira do Bechira the Kavachimer was that on some level they're willing to do this and they didn't say well why should I do this why don't I go over there also our theme for tonight is that you're told to be over here don't ask a Kasha why you're just as much of a scaredy cat as the other guy. Why don't you go to the living room? It's more comfortable. So, Chaimish uh, looked at that. Said, they want to go into the oven? It's boiling hot. They're going to get burnt. They're the only ones who survived, if you remember. I'm sure your kid told you over all the madrashim at the Seder. About this, the only ones that end up not being pickled were those, uh, those ones that went into the oven. So, my man time says, where are they making Kabbalah Chaimish and Sfaidim? It's a Dindarai says, Yahar Vayavar. The answer is, it wasn't an Avadazar. And then it comes to our Gemara. In Megillah, Yudbez, Why was Klai Yisrael under the threat of annihilation? So if you remember, the Gemara went on to say, so why wasn't Klai Yisrael destroyed? The answer is Hashem just wanted to scare them to do tshuva, and it worked, and the Midi Kegamida was that they didn't really accept the Avodah Zarah here either. Rabbi Natham says, this wasn't an Avodah Zarah. The Bishanim Bar Rabbi Natham will say, no, it wasn't an Avodah Zarah, but they really didn't accept it. It's still Yahar Vayavar. Shailah had to learn the Gemara, but Rabbi Natham the Shittasa, Hem upon him, they only did it from the face outward, meaning internally, they didn't accept it as a God. Vim Haisa, Hashem. It doesn't help if you don't accept it as a God. It's Yahar Vayavar, unless it's not a real Avodah Zarah. Listen to the Quran, Lamimash, Machid, Desiv, beautiful deed from the Pasuk, Lalach, Les Ana Palchin, Lutzalmech, Les Anan Sagdin. They told Nebuchadnezzar, Your Highness, willing to follow the regular laws of traffic and paying taxes, but we're not bowing down to your idol, to your gods, the Lalach, and we're not bowing down to your Tzelem. Sounds like the Tzelem was not the idol, it sounds like a Stama statue. Mashma detray mili havi. So Rabbi Tam has four rayas here that it wasn't an actual avodah which puts Chanani Meshav in a new greater light. That they went against the whole world, and they went against the whole world on the understanding after they got a heter not to be there, that it might be a chil Hashem if there's a perception and misconception that people bow down and that's a real avodah zara. And Rabbi Tam says it wasn't, and Mordechai is doing the same thing now to undo that kitrug. Look at the next page. Show you one more. We'll save the other one for next week. This is the Gemara Psachim that he brought down. Tashma. Just see the Gemara inside. Aidzu Darish Tudus Ishraimi. Marav Chanaim Meshav Azayish Hamasa Asma Kadisha Hashem LeKivshen Aish. So Rabbi Benatam says, "What's the question?" Before we get to the answer, we need Marav. It's a Din Daraisa. It's Yahar Vayaver. Yet, and the Pasuk, if you look at Allah from the side of the Torah, 
Sharetzir, zweitens, wir alle bei Besach, aber gerade bei Schrafcha, aber mit Tascha, Besach, aber Decha. Bei der Tanner, when the bread is being baked, means the fire is on, which the Gemara goes on to say. It says the Pasuk, and what is the Deek in the Pasuk? So without the Sabbath time, you'd read the Gemara very quickly. You'd say, well, we're Metsuva to die on Kishem for the Gimel of Ezekiel. Therefore, we're going to be better or as good as the frogs. Rabban Tam says, that doesn't make any sense. They don't need frogs for that. It's in the race. It's a Gemara. The answer is, it wasn't an Avodazar. That's not all we're trying to agree with this. How would the other Shem learn, by the way? Based on the Chazal with Yechezkel and their question, they could just say, we can disappear like anybody else who asked the Shaila. And it's not Yahar Vayavar. They said, yeah, and the frogs could have said, I'm not going into the oven unless somebody else do that. That Kavachamer was that somebody should take a stand that it be known. That's the uh, that's the alternative shot for those who uh, disagree with Rabbi Nathan's shot the Gemara. Okay, we'll save. Uh, there's two more akudas I want to do, but uh, it's late already. So Mitzvahem, we will uh, continue next week. Have a good vach.